All subject matter of the preceding podcast is entirely alleged and not admissible in a court of law. A recklessly minimal effort has been taken to change the names and details of any guilty parties. And just in case you right bastards get any ideas, the host of this podcast are notorious and well-documented liars with no legally admissible credibility. This is Mama C, and you're listening to Notes from the Pin Podcast. Welcome to prison, bitch. Greetings and welcome to the Prison Industrial Complex. You're listening to the Notes from the Pen Podcast. I am your host for the day, for today. Ah, see, almost, almost flopped. Nailed it, almost nailed First, it. Almost flopped. Cousin Greg, and here is Bobby. Bobby, good morning, how are you? Hey, what's going on? Um, it's in the morning, sun is coming up and it's taunting me. It's going to be sweltering. Um, and I just, I realized, so, okay, so I'm in my office, meaning my favorite phone is there six phones out here, and they used to be back-to-back, so, like, you, were, you could always reach out and touch the person on the phone connected to the back of yours, and uh, now they spread them out because of COVID six feet apart. So Better. there's six of them out here. I'm on the one, the, the, if you're facing the phones, all the way to the left. And um, it dead ends. There's a concrete slab, so there's no one over here. So I can face away from the other phones, and just what I'm looking at is right to my right is the big, giant, imposing five-story fucking wall of incarceration and there's these transformers right about 15 mm-hmm. 12 15 feet in front of me but offset they're not directly in front of me they're a little to the right and there's a about a 12 foot high fence surrounding them the size of a garage right and for okay. whatever reason it's got razor wire in case we wanted to i don't know climb in there and stand on a transformer. <laughs> i don't fucking know uh, yeah. so for the last like couple weeks like when i'd be out here in my office people would walk behind the phones, which is a grass area that's probably 10 feet, 12 feet between the phones and the building, which you're not really supposed to be walking back there. And they walk back there, so it immediately draws attention. You're like, what's that guy doing? And then they come to the corner of where the fence, the exterior little 12-foot fence and the the imposing structure meet and stare up. And I'm like, what are they doing up there? Because I'm not wearing my glasses out here. And it took me a while, but I realized there's a bird's nest up there. And... um, there's little bay, and so every morning there's a whole group of people, a bunch of people come out individually, not as a group, and come and that's the first thing they do. They bring coffee and they come and stand under it and like check the update and the status of the birds and the little babies. And they hatched recently, so it's like a big thing. So every morning, like there was just a group of five of them up under there. It took me a while to realize, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we're nature watching. We're bird watching in here. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird no, little rituals. Another acquired skill from inside the pen. Orintholo- yeah. Isn't it ornitholo- ornithology? Is that the word? Ornithologist, ornithology, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is right. Okay, damn, I'm getting smart. Ophthalmologist. <laughs> Ophthalmologist, that's what it is. Which plays in. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, t- yeah. Listen, um, so I wanted you to expand upon a story. So a couple, uh, couple, a couple episodes ago when you and I were talking about our late brother, Corey, just kind of grazed upon a story about your glasses and you and I got to talking a little bit and I know there's a story there and I wanted to ask you to expand upon that. How do you feel about doing that today with me? Yeah, I definitely needed to. We actually were going to do this thing about this conversation that came up like post-show a couple days ago and we're like, let's do one about that. And and it's about these latent insecurities of um, and stuff, whatever. But I I was sitting there Last night, I was like, I don't think you have heard this whole thing. I brought it up to you. So 
It's definitely um, one that needs to be told because other than Corey passing, if Corey hadn't passed, it would have been the biggest thing to happen to me as far as like internal prison life in the last wow. last little while. As it pertains, as, as completely non-related to anything in the world, prison life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah, so my it's the story of the spectacles, which just so people know, they have um, the standard glasses you get here, like when you came in that I got originally are called the Chomo 3000. They're so ridiculous. They're like this slightly round, like imagine you took a square, two squares for the lenses and kind of rounded them off, right? And then you put a clear frame around those, but not just full clear, but like a little brown. It goes from like brown to oranges to clear, like that little sunburst, like from the 80s, 70s. And instead of attaching the earpieces to the top, like you would like Ray-Bans or whatever, in the middle of the glasses, a little oh. higher off the thighs, right? They're so hideous looking, they're kind of cool, like hipster-wise. Like, when I first came out, I was like, oh, those, like, you could probably sell those for a decent amount, like a hipster. You know, that's how terrible Absolutely. And they call them the Chomo 3000s, right? I don't know oh. why. 3000, Andre 3000, I don't know. And, you know, because they make you look like, they, whoever puts them on, it's like Clark Kent, but instead of turning into a reporter, <laughs> you turn into a child molester. <laughs> as soon as you put them on. Yeah. yeah. And I don't care who you are. So <laughs> when I first came down, I had to go get, I had some busted, like the arm was broken off a pair of Ray-Bans shit. And I was out in the world, so I didn't have those. And I was like, I should probably get glasses if I'm going to spend 12 years in here because I need, I got terrible vision. Yeah. But I'm like the, some version of like the ocular don't ask, don't tell. Like when I'm not wearing glasses, I think everything's normal. I'm like, this is how people see. And then I put glasses on and go, holy shit, I'm blind. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, I just literally ignore it and don't wear glasses, but it, you know, they've been progressively getting worse. And I'm like, I need, so I went and did the whole thing, paid the $5, got the eye exam, and then was issued the most horrendous pair of glasses like a week later that you could ever get. And uh, it was fine. I uh, wore them for a while and then realized this can't go on. I just, my self-esteem was just going down the tubes and, you know, it's, you don't want to see yourself. You don't want to see what you would look like if you were a child molester every time you look in the mirror. So I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to do something. So back then, you could have your people like a book. They could order your stuff as long as it came directly from the eye company place. Okay. We went to Lens Crafters. And um, so you, can go, you could get whatever frame. There was supposed to be a limit on the price of them. Like, I yeah. didn't want you having, like, um, Cartier's Fucking or Buffs or whatever. But, but they didn't care. Yeah. I was at Car City. So I had got, you know, I'm like real specific about little stylistic choice. So I like had my mom research. I didn't know what they were called at the time. I'm like, I want the Ray-Bans, like the Malcolm X Ray-Bans with the gold in the middle, nice. gold little dots around it, and then the gold wire under the actual lenses. Then they're called oh, yeah. Bub Masters. So she sent me pictures, and there were silver ones. She's like, oh, they don't have this kind. They have the silver ones, but then they have the all black. And I'm like, no, no, I need all gold. All the little metal parts, gold, whatever. And she ends up having to have them order them. So they order them, but they're sunglasses. That's okay. They take those lens out. They take my prescription, which I had to mail home, yeah. and they put them together. And my littlest, my youngest sister, Andrea, bought them. Yeah, yeah. They're nice yeah. glasses, man, and they're exclusive here. And, like, when you wear them, as soon as I got them and I put them on, people were like, uh, what do you want? you want to sell those? What do you want? Like, the whole, right, whole right. bit people have been trying to buy them. And I'm like, they're a prescription. No, I don't want to sell them. <laughs> and uh, they're like, I don't, I don't know. What to... So I had like these nice, the nicest thing I've owned in prison were these glasses, right? But I still don't wear them all the time. 
So, why you don't you wear them all the time? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. No harm, no foul, because it's a lot to like wear glasses. So when? Sometimes so then when? Me. When do you wear them? When do you wear them? Okay. I wear them if I'm like watching TV. Okay. And it's not like right up close to me because I can see close to me. So I can like when I'm writing, I don't necessarily need them. But it, sometimes if I'm reading, but mainly if like I'm looking at something far away. So in this right. joint, when I would use them specifically is because there's, you know, the layout, it's, you know, yeah. five stories of re- uh, football length long and then, you know, half the, the width. So when you run, like when someone's yelling for me out there, especially after they lock down, I'll have to go put my glasses on. And then you go through all the cells to find out who it is or if someone's down right. there. So that's really when I use them. I also use them okay. on visit stylistically. You know what I mean? Because gotcha. I'm like, I got yep. bags under my eyes. I'm, that's where Asians age. So you know, yep. I cover that up. Yep. You know, so that's really where, like, when I would wear okay. them around for something, people would be like, damn, I didn't know you had glasses because I don't wear them. So okay. anyways, okay. that's the backstory of these glorious right. <laughs> hands I have. You know, it's rare to have something from the world that's exclusive like that. So um, yeah, absolutely. It's Friday. It's Friday. I got a visit on Saturday. Actually, yeah, it was Friday. I got a visit on Saturday, mm-hmm. and um, so I'm like getting everything together, getting my clothes together, and we locked down for ten o'clock count, and um, I hear someone yelling. So I get up and I go to grab my glasses to look out there and they're not up hanging on the bulletin board. So I'm like, okay, well, sometimes like I'll put them down on the desk. They'll float around, right? They're not always right there. So I look okay. like, and then a panic just washes over me. And I go, when was the last time you fucked all the glasses, man? Where the fuck are they? Because losing a pair of glasses like this or worse, much worse, having them stolen, mm. It just opens up a whole new realm of possibilities, and none of them are good, right? Right. right, um, right. So I'm like, okay, 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 calm down. You lose everything. Look, and I look. And check inside the desk. Inside the desk. Flip your mat up, maybe, because sometimes I'm reading when I'm laying down. I put a right. no. Okay, clap. Put pockets. Check it. And now we're locked in because it's count time. Now my heart's racing. And I go and yep. look everywhere, and I don't, and I'm sweating now. I don't find them. And I'm like, oh, God, what the fuck? And my memory's so shot out that I'm like, when's the last time I saw them? Did I see them yesterday? Did I, see? I swear I would have known if they weren't up there yesterday, because sometimes they won't be on the hook, but they won't stay there for long. That means they'll be, yeah. like, behind my TV on the desk, and they'll get pushed around by the cable cord when I move my TV. So I'll go pick and put, and I'm like, what the fuck, what the fuck? And so I'm going through my mind, when was the last time I definitely saw him? I can't really pinpoint, but I know it hadn't been a while. It hadn't been like days. Yeah. So I talked to the neighbor. I'm like, damn, I can't find my glasses. He's like, oh, check. You probably misplaced, which is just instantly makes you mad if you've already checked. So I'm like, no, they're not fucking around here. So I'm, now I'm going through the, the options. Like, what happened? What happened? Shit, I leave my door unlocked. And every viewer on here who's been, mm. every pebble who's been around for a while knows that <laughs> like a real mm. asshole. Now, in hindsight, I'm like, I don't have to lock my fucking door. I ain't a hoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm like, did someone? But there's a lot of new people. They've been riding people in and out. And there's people who are dumb and dopings and right. they don't know you know who everyone they is. They don't know better. Before. So I start going through the Rolodex. Who's been around here? Okay, so I'm like three-quarters of the way down the rock, meaning if you don't lock past me, you're not allowed to walk down that part of the, the gallery. Right. You can't walk past your own cell. 
I mean, it doesn't okay. stop people, but uh, for the most part, it stops people. But it, if you really want to, you're going to. And so I'm thinking, and I'm like, okay, so here's my option. I can just never tell anyone and do my own investigation, which is going to be hard, or I, but it'll keep the, the, the information with me. Or I can ask, like, tell people that I fuck with, like Marv was just yelling at across the way, like, hey, did you see anyone over here? Yeah. So I asked Hollywood, I basically tell Hollywood, I got to go with that because there's no way I can figure out what's happening. By so, yourself. Yeah. So I start, I tell Hollywood and I start going, but before I tell Hollywood, I'm starting to think, who could it be? Who's new around here? Who mm-hmm. would be dumb enough to come in my shit? When would they have the opportunity? I kind of narrowed down the window of when it could have happened. And it was, mm-hmm. I was on the phone before count time and I went in the shower before count time. So I was out of myself for about 45 minutes to an hour. And so I'm thinking, what happened? And then dawned on me. Ding! The new neighbor kid on the other side of Hollywood. Now, let me give a quick reference of who this kid is. He reminds me of a a more nerdy, squarish version of the idiot neighbor Rio, who used to be on the other side of me. Um, He's a white kid with shaggy hair whose name is Ned. Right? Ned. Just a... Right. Wow. Not only is his name Ned, we come. You have one minute remaining. Through Inquisition, we find out that that's not his real name. He chose that as his prison name. Even worse. <laughs> and it stands for New English Dictionary. Any ideas why? Because I hate him. All right, go ahead. Why? Because <laughs> he's a rapper. Oh, because he's a rapper. Of course he is. I should have known. Let me guess. He wears the fucking Chomo 3000. No, he doesn't have glasses. He's just a, he has a beaverish haircut, super young baby face, short and chubby, but like thick calves for not just like fat, but also like stocky built, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, let me hit you. Yeah, hit me back. All right, so we have, we have, we have back yeah. one. Okay. Thank you for using. So, so because Hollywood's closer to him, and because Hollywood's more, like, I'm not really, I'm not, I've been going through some shit. I'm not really in the mood. And yeah. uh, so Hollywood starts talking to him, and I'm, like, reading and shit, and I can't help but laugh a couple times when he says some things. And then so I end up chiming in and, like, trying to give him advice. Like, hey, bud, stop being so outgoing because he's, like, out there asking, hey, blah, blah, blah. and then, you know, so Hollywood asked him his name, and then come to find out his real name's And we had already been, like, mad. What the fuck? So he'd been there, like, a, a day or two and then we were kind of, like, hazing him a little, but taking him under the wing as far as, like, a neighbor. Like, he's going to be our neighbor, so, yeah. you know. Um, I, would, I gave him advice one time, and I'm like, stop being so outgoing because people view that as weakness. You can take advantage, and, da, 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 and I've been down, eight, whatever. So we go through that, and uh, he doesn't have a TV or anything in there. So he asked Hollywood. Like, he's like, I think he's kind of nervous to talk to me, but we're talking through the back of through the back through the back of the bars and he's uh, asking Hollywood if he's got a book or anything what's up you say something oh no no I said uh I thought you were I thought you were listening to the uh I can hear the fucking uh, what's it called back there well the phone cut out for a sec anyway um so he asked for a book Hollywood doesn't have one but I overhear so I go hey hey Ned I got a book for you you can read give him uh the uh war of art press field and uh over there reading in, he's spitting verses, and, and that's actually the first thing I told him. He was like spitting bars to Hollywood, and, and the, when he first like we first talked, I said, "Hey, bro, listen, um, all that spitting bars and shit, that shit, there's a time and a place for that, and it's not after the lights go out, so that shit's dead as far as that goes." Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Just like laying down yeah. the law a little bit. Laying down the law. Is he uh-huh. is he any good? Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. Okay. He's not terrible, but he's not he's he's not he doesn't have that unique relatability thing that we were talking about. He yeah. doesn't he's not he's talking about selling dope, which I don't think he really did. Right. Um, he definitely did a bunch. So and then Mia Hollywood did I tell you about like Mia when they blew emergency count, they blew a siren and uh we all had mm. to go lockdown and then I was like uh I told Hollywood, I'm like, Yeah, let's talk with them. So we were like, Hey, uh no. did you did you really check the cell really good when you got in there? Because the last guy he was like selling dope and he had knives and shit and that emergency count means that they're gonna come it's our turn, they're gonna come pull us all yeah. out, third gallery. It should be, we don't know for sure, but it's probably gonna be our ga- our gallery, third gallery. And they're going to strip search us into this really, really tear right. uh, house apart. And if you got anything in there, you know, that's a new case. Yeah. He's like, no. Oh. And so we get him to like, he's just over there banging the locker around. He's like flipping it up. We're like, look under it. And he's just like, like doing all that <laughs> shit, right? We're just hazing him a little bit. Yeah. So anyways, right before, so I'm back to myself, just panicked. I'm thinking about this kid and I'm like, he doesn't, he's really square. He doesn't seem like he would. Um, but he did say, like, he has this crazy case where he tried to take a cop's gun and, like, like all this, like, really sh- stole yeah. a car. Like, really seemed out of character. It'd be hard to picture him doing that. And right, he was right. talking um, earlier that day about wanting to leak, get off the third gallery. He's like, I want to give you uh, uh, your neighbor's book back. And he knows I can hear him, but he's not talking to me. He's like, uh, I want to give your neighbor's book back. In case. And we're like, why? He's like, why? He's like, oh, because I think I'm going to be moved. Which it's so hard to get moved here if you want to get moved. So we're like, I'm like, I never. He's like, I'm just gonna go to the psych. Right, so there's a motivation. Because I, I get psych meds and I'm gonna tell him I'm suicidal because I'm up here too high. I'm afraid of heights and shit. And I'm like, yeah, that's not gonna work. Like, I mean, I would be surprised if it did. And if so, it's gonna be weeks. And then I'm laying down right, um, you know, after I showered and stuff. And um. Hollywood, when we're coming in for count, goes, hey, hey, my neighbor left. And I was like, yeah, that's weird, man. That's weird how all that worked out. He left like two hours later and he packed up. And then when I, I, so I think all this and I go, are there any coincidences in prison? He doesn't seem like he would do it, but I've been here for fucking almost two years and no one has went in my shit. No one has been dumb enough to do any of that stuff. And this yeah. kid's all of a sudden acting weird, hazing right. him. He's gone. And oh, it really got me because the night before, I had made these like little steamers. I didn't have a lot of food and he was hungry. I knew he was asking for transfers for people. Like, does anyone have a transfer? I can store stuff out. This stuff. And so when we were locked down, I stuck, I go, Hollywood, give this to your neighbor. And I gave him one of the steamers. It's like a noodle with meat in it and stuff. And okay. it's just wrapped in the bag. And so he goes, all right. And he gives it over to, to old boy. And uh, yeah. I'm thinking about that. So I'm like, I'm out for that little bitch. And yeah. I'm like, this, he must have fucking took it. So I'm telling Hollywood, and he's like, I don't know. And so now it's, I'm faced with what do, so what, what do you do now? So now what, now that I have a suspect that I think it is, but I still got to check because I don't know if someone saw someone else come in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I should be asking people because now people know. So if anything popped up where someone else has people. a pair of glasses that look like mine, that aren't mine, I, I, now my social status Oh, okay, okay. So wait, so you said, uh, sorry to interrupt, I have a few questions. So you said, oh, you people, should okay, be. so yeah, yeah. So people, well, I don't want to stop your, I want the story to come out. But no, because I'll right. just go and go and go. All right, go. so people know at this point, right? You're saying like people generally no, know? No, not yet. I'm still, okay, not still yet. waiting for count to break and I'm like, All right. debating. So, so I probably, so Hollywood so you, you, you told Hollywood because Hollywood is, is bunky. I mean, so obviously like 
that, that right? Like that's the that's the reason you. Well, asked, no, uh, Hollywood's been next to me, been next to me forever, and he kind of hears me looking for stuff. So he kind of already knows. Now he's going to Hollywood anyways. But okay. also Hollywood works in the weight pit at this time. He's a weight pit porter, so he has to go over right. there. So he sees all the other units when they come to the weight pit. Oh. Right. So okay, he got okay, moved. Okay. He didn't ride out. So he can take so a. Know, he can take a canvas and kind of look around and, and, and kind of investigate a little bit, right? Yeah, he can talk to people in the other. So he's in the compound somewhere. I don't know where, right? End up finding out he's in 16 block, which is where they moved forward. Right? So now okay. I'm like in go mode, right? Like I've shifted in my head. Like I'm infuriated. I'm like, okay. someone thinks I'm a At this point, you're convinced right. it's him. <sighs> Pretty... Not convinced, but it seemed it, the only thing that makes sense to me. Now, someone could have randomly come into my cell, right, and just grabbed him, and it wasn't him, right? That's a possibility. And you know that, right? But it's, I know so someone. Let me just ask you, and, let, let just ask you my, real quick. Go ahead. What, what, what are the – okay, so now, like, that, you, you were faced with a, a decision. I could keep this to myself and, and, uh, and do my own investigation, or I could – you know, let people know what are the, what, what's the negative, like, what are the consequences? What are the things that concern you about letting people know? Like I, I can imagine some, but I, I want to like, well, the first why thing not people just, are going to yeah. think is like, damn, someone stole something from Chino. That's surprising. Okay. okay damn, so it hits the reputation a little bit. Yeah. You're already someone, someone would take something from, right? Okay. Um, oh shit. Okay. But I have enough of other social, like, um, what's the currency that, where people, when they do find out, like, what? No, you had to miss. That's like everyone's reaction. You had to miss. I don't. You've been here too, you know. And if there was anything that, like, so if this kid was like impulsive and took him, and he comes and he goes, oh, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what came over me and gives him back to me, right? Okay. Okay. People know now, though. So I have to still fuck him up. But if I like right. call, meditated and realized, and he just begged for forgiveness. I still have to fuck him up. You, oh, okay, I understand. All right, so that so so it's so much. See, this is one of those things. I don't want to hold up too much here. I want you to go on with the story, but this is one of those things. These microcosms in prison that are not relatable. But this doesn't happen in the outside world. You are bound yeah. by certain no, no, no. codes because you don't want to do this, but you have to. I don't want see, to just, have to do it, but I do. Right, right. We don't see man. That's an, being uh, viewers, myself included, be grateful for that breath of air you just took. In your office, in your not, home, in your car, whatever, because that's the different the freedom. Imagine if someone, if you came back to your car and someone had broken in, your neighbor had broken in, and then uh, you suspected it was him but couldn't prove for sure, and then you had to go over there in, in front of all your other neighbors and beat the dog shit out of them. <laughs> in front of everyone. I'll even uh, travel back a little further than that, which is, okay, I'm just minding my business, and, and, and somebody breaks into my house, bang, right there, before I have to make any decision about retaliation or, or anything like that, bang, that hits me. That's a ding to me because, oh, shit, somebody would steal something from – like, that's not – because that's – I don't think that really is the first thought on our minds out here in the free world. If something happens to you, you're a victim, right? Oh, somebody stole something yeah. from you. It, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, a, it's just a step that doesn't exist out here, generally speaking. So that's fucking crazy. God. All right. All right. All right. I'm yeah, so okay, there's that thing. But I still, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm trying to look at this analytically. I'm like, you know, he had the motive because he didn't have any money for food. Remember, he was looking for food. He just came mm -hmm. here, doesn't have property, and he had the opportunity, 
right? Because yeah, he yeah. was, I was gone, and he yeah, packed yeah. up and left right around that, right at the time I was out of my cell. And so I'm going, but it doesn't seem like he would, but that's like 70%. Then I have 30% that's like, well, I'm going to, when they call people for chow, um, before I shoot directly over to 16 was my plan. I'm going to try to find out. I tell Hollywood, I say, when you're over there, ask people in the uh, weight pit if, uh, you know, when that, you know, they come over. He's like, yeah, they're, they're 16 that comes over at, uh, tonight. And I'm like, okay, you can check. And we're thinking of who we know there. We're like, oh, I, we know this guy, this guy, and this guy over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he'll blow down on them. Da, 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 da. And, um, you know, we'll figure it out. Uh, you know, but to me, time is the essence because if the kid does have them, he's going to off them real quick or he's going to put them away and never say anything for a while. But if he took them, he's going to need, he's going to want, he took them for money or, or dope or whatever. So he's going to want to yeah. get off them real quick. And now, if someone else has them and is wearing them, what, do I go smash that guy who just bought right. him off someone who doesn't know? Yeah, they're, oh, so they, what do I do if I'm like, hey, those are mine. I'm not paying for my own fucking glasses back. What are you, crazy? You yeah. know what I mean? So now, and what if that guy's uh, in a fraternity, which a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? This whole thing and stuff. But yeah. I'm thinking, I got to ask Marv across the way and a couple people, which me and Hollywood are like brainstorming, if anyone's seen anyone coming down here. So as soon as they call Chow, boom, I go to the, the neighbors and say, did you see anyone walk past? And the dude um, a couple cells down is like, no, and I always pay attention for people who aren't. You know, because you notice when someone walks past your cell that doesn't lock down there, you're like, what's he yeah. for? He's not supposed And so people ask around, and it's like, no, no. Marv's like, no, I didn't see anyone over there. No one was up here. But, so I'm like, so it had to be a fucking kid. So now I'm ready to go. So during count time, I pack up a bunch of my shit, get my shit ready, take all the stuff off my bulletin board, you know, all my pictures of Monica Cassius, my little mala, my Buddhist thing, my calendar, everything mm -hmm. down, put it in my envelope, put it in the, take all the, because when I go to the hole, I'm preparing to go to the hole. When I go to yeah. the hole, they're going to come in and haphazardly pack everything. So all my like precious shit that right. I like are sacred to me, I pack up, I put away, you know, I get everything ready, right? to go to the hole, which had been a okay. long time since I had to do this. I'm mad, too. Like, I can't believe... If, see, this is why you fuck. I tell the neighbor, kid, you just lock the door so you don't put yourself in a position where you're going to have to fuck someone up because they're... <laughs> so I'm like, he... So they call... Uh, they call Chow, and I shoot out, and I see that 16 block is coming out because I can tell... Hello, everybody. It's Mama C here again. All right, now, come on. Did you like the podcast? You know you did. Do you want to hear the rest? You know you do. In a perfect world, these podcasts would be free. But Bobby's knee-deep in debt due to restitution and court fees. Not to mention, these phone calls are expensive. We started out as a way to connect an inmate to the outside world, for Bobby to share his life behind bars. But it's more than just that. It's also a way to help others who might be struggling with depression and drug addiction and shine a light on the failures of the prison system. So here's what you do. You jump over to Patreon and you type in Notes from the Pin Podcast and you subscribe. It's just that simple. As G.R. Joe would tell you, thanks for listening to Notes from the Pin, 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 Pin.